Overdraft fees are just the worst. Get up to $200 in fee-free overdraft with a Chime checking account. Sign up today at chime.com slash goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Time now for the BA Breakdown, heard this time every Tuesday on the KRMG Evening News. Broken Arrow City Manager Michael Spurgeon joins us. Hey, Michael, how are you? Skyler, how you doing, my friend? Great to talk to you. Glad to have you here with us on the BA Breakdown. I wanted to get right into something that we touched on last week. We briefly talked about Aspen Ridge, the development going in there at uh, Aspen and the Creek Turnpike. We know it's going to have the Reesers. We talked about that. Um, you mentioned how they're, they wanted a little more space. We are covering today how uh, part of that extra space that they're being given is going to be for a playground, which is really cool, something they wanted to do for the community. Um, you mentioned, I know we can't talk names yet, but there's some national companies expressed interest there. I want to take a closer look at that whole thing now and... Uh, Talk about some of the new details that were discussed at last week's city council meeting and were put out yesterday on the city's website. First, I know some people who live around there are excited about it all, but I'll start with this. I know I've seen some questions and concerns from people about traffic. Some are saying it's the next 71st and Lynn Lane, which, you know, we've covered that deal here. Uh, Is the city confident that the roads as they stand can handle the traffic to come there? Yes, we are. I mean, we've looked at the potential traffic impact as a result of the development uh, being there, and obviously you've you've got uh, you've got to take that into consideration when you're when you're looking at the development. We we feel very confident that the road system in that area will more than accommodate uh, the growth that we're going to experience. Uh, we do have a couple of the roads within the area that are currently in the uh, design phase for uh, widening. For example, a little further south from Tucson or 121st, all the way to Indian Spring Sports Complex. That's currently under design, and we ought to be able to widen that to five lanes sometime in 2024. So we've been working in that area, and we will continue to do so to make sure that it will accommodate the traffic that we're going to experience with the new development. So even if it's not there now, it, it probably will be soon. Yes, absolutely. I mean, it's something we just have to, as ongoing, we're going to have to look at, at traffic and make sure that we're trying to predict where there could be issues uh, or the need for expansion and then make sure that we put uh, anything that uh, we do think there's going to be a concern or a need for growth. We'll put that in the 2027 bond package that we'll present to the voters. I saw some comments and questions on um, on Facebook about the TIF district too, the tax increment finance district there. Can you give us a brief overview of how that works for the people who are unclear? I, I, as I understand it, it's really affecting the folks in that immediate area. Well, actually, a tax incremental financing uh, district is is a tool that's in the proverbial economic development toolbox that the city has available to help provide incentives uh, to stimulate uh, growth in, in a particular area. And in this in this case, the city went out and borrowed fourteen point uh, and at fourteen half million dollars to actually help with the the uh, installation of the infrastructure necessary to promote the private investment. And I think that we're going to see that because you're talking about our agreement with the developer is that by July of next year, uh, there will be approximately 200,000 square feet of commercial retail in that area where Aspen Ridge is, along with about 160 uh, luxury type apartments. And the developer is currently um, working with the church property there to actually turn that into retail and commercial. And that doesn't even include the land we acquired for our new innovation district. And so we put together the financial report to determine that 
the amount of property and sales tax we're going to generate will more than pay for the debt service that we need to help pay for the infrastructure that is necessary to stimulate the development in that part of our community. And reading through some of this, Michael, it sounds like things are going to be starting to happen really quickly. If you drive by, by there now, you can see progress. I'll ask you to talk about what we see right now. But then it sounds like there is a deal where once uh, initially things start moving, then the, then the city expects things to really speed along once that first shovel is turned over. We do. We're, we've essentially completed the initial infrastructure that we need, which is the road system, the, the decorative lighting, the traffic signal. All those things are coming to fruition, and it's all going to culminate within just a few months. You're, you're going to start to see the uh, the work with the, the, the new research store, which is going to be approximately 65,000 square feet come out of the ground. And we, we should be able to um, to see that progress in just a few months. And once we have the research underway, I, I do believe that developer is going to give us authorization to start making announcements on some of the businesses that they have letters of intent and eventually will have contracts that they'll, be, uh, they'll have uh, executed that we'll be able to let the folks know the businesses that are coming. And, you know, our goal is to make sure every part of Broken Arrow, the residents have access to uh, great businesses and uh, we're excited the fact that uh, we have a developer that has those relationships with both local and national um, site selectors, and you're going to see a lot of the same businesses in that area that you currently see on uh, Kenosha near Lynn Lane in our community. I don't know if you want to speak on Reeser's behalf or if you feel quite, if you feel like this is something you can touch on, but I, I saw some comments that I thought were a little unfair. It said something to the effect of, uh, oh, well, Reeser's already abandoned South BA, so why do we want them here? Uh, that's not really what happened here, and as I understand it, Reeser's in the city worked closely on this whole thing anyway. Uh, that is absolutely not what happened. Uh, first and foremost, where Reeser's was located at New Orleans Square, uh, they were renting the facility. And they had been, and, and Reesers, uh, the board, had to make a decision, and it was a huge fi- financial investment that they were faced with having to make. They did not own the building, and according to Jeff Reeser personally, in order for them to make the modifications or the renovations to that, that area they were renting, that uh, square footage, uh, plus the improvements that they would need to expand the store, they could have been spending between 6 and $9 million, and there was no way they were going to get a return on their investment. And so they made a, they made a business decision. It was not a decision that the, the uh, city had really anything to do with, and we understood it was a business decision. They never stopped working with us with their intent to want to be in South Broken Arrow. Jeff made that very clear to us uh, from the time they said they were leaving up until recently, and they've just been waiting to and watching the traffic counts just continue to increase to justify the, the investment that they're making. So uh, we're very happy that we're able to share with them that uh, the traffic counts are, are there now, and, it's, and that area is only going to continue to grow. Uh, it's a great company, and, and we're very happy that we were, that we were able to demonstrate to them that they're they're going to have a return on investment, and then the developer working with them to build this to build this new store about sixty five thousand square feet. Michael, let's update something we talked about a while back there. That's the Mission 22 War at Home Memorial. It's at Veterans Park on Main Street in Broken Arrow. And I know now I actually haven't driven by in the last week or so, so I haven't seen this with my own eyes, but some noticeable progress out there. Uh, it's hard not for me to get a little emotional about this because I know how important this is going to be to to our community, uh, but also for to the entire, the entire country. This is going to be a contemporary memorial um, which is a partnership that is between the city of Broken Arrow, Mission 22, and our friends at the Muscogee Creek Nation. Uh, all three of us have committed resources 
and 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 funding to to make this this happen. And so right now, they're in the process of finishing the 20 silhouettes uh, that are actually going to be have the names of the veterans on each of the silhouettes. And uh, there's many other improvements that we're going to be finishing up. And all this is going to culminate with a dedication ceremony on Saturday, June 11th at 10 a.m. And I can tell you. Uh, we are super happy. You know, Broken Arrow has always demonstrated that um, we have made a tremendous commitment to the veterans in our community that have served and that we want to continue to recognize them for their service. And unfortunately, we we have veterans that uh, made it home, but still we're still fighting a war and unfortunately lost their lives. And we need to recognize those folks, those folks that, that made the decision and the families that um, have lost loved ones because it's all a part of we live in the greatest country in the world and sometimes those have made sacrifices to keep us safe and free and we want to recognize those people that have made that ultimate sacrifice. I encourage folks who uh, live in BA or if you don't and that speaks to you to check that out Veterans Park on Main Street in Broken Arrow. Michael Spurgeon the BA Breakdown every Tuesday. Thank you so much sir. Take care my friend. Talk to you next week. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.